0: Welcome to Thunderdome Metal Reviews, ladies and gentlemen, in Estonia, Germany, Brazil, Finland, wherever you are. I am the Dr. David Pizzo. I'm glad you all are joining us tonight. With me, as always, are the Reverend Ben Lindsay and Tracy the Chicken Annihilator Newport. How are you gentlemen tonight?
1: Doing pretty good.
0: I think you I'll always be, say I'll... that, and I don't believe you. But go
1: on. <laughs> Doing pretty good. I'm just going to say I'm going to have to be the one to defend the Imperium and Man tonight.
0: That's what's that going to be. That does sound like you. I might have to defend the Corn Marines, but anyway, we're we're going. We're already getting into it. Ben, how are you, brother? <laughs> I have more skulls for the blood god. That's how I am. Damn right, fucking Nurgle. Anyway, so as you might have gleaned from the Warhammer 40k <laughs> shit we're dropping, we are talking about bolt throwers, realm of chaos, slaves to darkness. Is that the whole title? It's so. It's, there's a lot of layers here, which is uh, yeah. Uh, 1989. Is. I'd forgotten how old this album was. Uh, ben, hit us. With I, the had the I had to. I'd forgotten how it was. No, it's old. Uh, hit us with the production, so Ben. <laughs>
2: Yes, sir. It is as he said. Came out in 1989, October 28th, to be precise, on Earache Records as a 12-inch vinyl with a 33 and a half RPMs on the first pressing. That, um, right. The band at the time of recording, yeah, <laughs> the band at the time of recording was Carl Willett on vocals, Gavin Ward on guitars, Joe Bench on bass, Bass Thompson on the other guitarist, and Andy Well on drums. The other staff for this is famed and acclaimed Warhammer 40k artist, John Civic did the cover arts. The um, engineering was done by Tim Lewis and the producer for this album was Digby Pearson. And the runtime is a felt 34 minutes and 20 seconds.
0: So, and, for- and little known fact, the original album came both with a real chain fist and a multi melta so...
1: <laughs> so for us not walking at the time this album came out, what the hell does thirty-three and a half RPMs mean when it comes to records?
0: I love you, Tracy. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Yes. It was the speed the
2: record it's, it's, was turning at. Yeah.
1: So is that yeah. Revolutions
2: per minute. Yep. Most most stuff is 45 RPM.
1: Uh so this they even with so putting this record on an actual record player, it's responsible so slow. It even gave it more of this deeper realm of chaos sound to it. I'm just assuming.
0: Correct. I mean, they down tune to what? Like a Q? Like the, the <laughs> tuning on the sound is so insane. And, and the thing that I'd forgotten not to double down on this, it's really old. Like it really predates most of the death metal that was available like I, I it's obviously clearly grounded yeah. in the grind scene that napalm death and carcass had started carving out but like I, i'd sort of forgotten how trailblazing this was and know maybe that's overselling it but like there was not a lot of this out yet like cannibal corpse orbit angel those bands existed but like this shit was barely out in 89 uh and yeah. And and I would argue, not to give away how I feel about it, I think it has aged well. I mean, almost better than I remembered it. Because f- I'll just give it away. I fucking loved this album when I got it. I don't know if I got it in 89. I might have gotten it in 90. But like, I got it pretty close to when it came out. And I will admit, I the gateway for me was not death metal. The gateway for me was Warhammer 40k. Like I was playing that table game. I was fucking into that shit, and so I saw an album in the store back when albums had those huge covers. When you probably remember the CD, this Tracy CDs were like. The boxes the were series. like a foot tall. No, but do you remember the boxes they used to come in? I,
1: I've seen them. Like, you know like, what I'm talking like, about? I had that, yeah, I know what you're talking
0: about. I had that shit on my wall. Anyway, it was what I was like, oh, shit, 40K. And then I popped in and I was like, this is really heavy. Like, I was already <laughs> listening to Anthrax and Megadeth at that point, And Metallica. <laughs> but this was like way beyond that. So, so 40K essentially made me like death metal. So, so, so Horus
1: wh- and Abaddon showed up in your room yeah, said, welcome the, to chaos. The,
0: the eye of Horus opened over my brain. And so... Dude, I really only put it together listening for this podcast. Warhammer 40K was the gateway drug to all the fucking death metal I was listening to by the early <laughs> 90s. And I'd kind of forgotten that. I was like, oh, shit. I listen to this album so much, playing corn marine. I think conceptually.
2: Yeah. Go, Brandon. Yeah. I think I was- conceptually, without a doubt. But musically, uh, listening to the guitars on this, just the tone, it reminds me so much of that early Slayer stuff. Sure. I like. um, and I really think that that's one of the reasons that... Um, Rain is given so much credit and that it spawned so many genres because this death metal, you can draw a direct line to that album. Agreed. Yeah. So, um, and then they, of course, yeah, there's these dudes were hobbyists um, playing that game, obviously, because every fucking song on here, this is a concept album and everything but name, maybe, and even well, actually, really, even in name. Um, it's just so cool. And it, as somebody else who also even though we were in different states, uh, played Warhammer and Warhammer 40K. Yeah, I could eat this up.
0: Oh, dude, if we had lived in the same state, like, the reality would have collapsed. Uh, this. Yeah, I really. also want to point out that Colin Richardson, the engineer for this album, that guy's a fucking machine. He's the one who did the engineering for Cannibal Corpse, Carcass, Camara. Like, I'm looking at this list, it's nuts. Fucking Gorefest, Machine Head... Overkill, Sepultura, Slip, I mean, he's, like, Colin Richardson is a huge deal. So the engineering of this album is way beyond what their budget should have allowed them to do. Like, when I listened to this, I was like, this is aged really well. I mean, they're from Coventry, a city that, as an aside, was completely destroyed in the Second World War. Um, So they grew up in a, like, post-firebombed wasteland that got thrown up in a hurry in the 50s uh and you know you can really i there's you can definitely hear the slayer like this is i agree with you ben one of the clearest cases where you can see how slayer paved the way for death metal because that's not entirely clear with some of the tampa shit but it's very clear in this case and i would argue again between the colin richardson and their sound that napalm death and Car- carcass i mean they're part of this sort of british grindcore throat punch scene uh and uh, i think I mean, isn't warhammer owned by blizzard now no, Warhammer is owned by Games Workshop. It still is okay. I wasn't sure if it was silly because Warhammer Forty K is the most British shit that has ever fucking happened, other than like World War Two <laughs> and the monarchy. So uh, yeah. maybe Iron Maiden, but yeah. uh, it's uh, it's real British. And this so is like. Yeah, Go ahead, please. I was
1: gonna say, this is this is their first four-range Warhammer universe, but then they dive into the they do. non-40k stuff in their next album.
0: They do the whatever I can just the Warhammer, yeah, it's just Warhammer. and but I, I was disappointed because I wanted more fucking Orcs and i of Horus and Gene Stealers, and I didn't get it. But the album's okay, <laughs> and I and I actually haven't listened to it in a long time, but I fucking loved this album. I'm giving it away, I admit it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you, but it's but no, it has stood the test of time. I stand by this, having listened to it a bunch of fucking times in the last week or so I'm like man this album is fucking good I just forgotten about it
2: because I don't play Warhammer 40k and yeah yeah I will agree that it definitely holds up better than a lot of that early American oh, yeah. Florida death metal stuff oh god yes I mean we I done mean, looked
1: at one of those and so we, we Warhammer done was. have and it was
2: terrible yeah. but, but really Tracy I think this was I mean we had done we a both the album earlier we did the fourth crusade but did. what did you think of this
1: so I feel like the fourth crusade was better produced. Oh, of course. course. <laughs> yeah. But this one sounds better, if that makes yeah. sense. And I guess it's also kind of while I don't have as deep a back history of 440k as you guys do. I've just been
0: I mean that kind recently
1: past six months, just started reading the books kind of deal. But this album, I think the concept behind it adds
0: weight to it. I agree. Even and in this, hindsight. He, like, I don't care about Warhammer that much now, but shit, dude. It's fucking serious. Yeah, it's way just it opens, like, that, about it and dragging that, everything in with it. Yeah, that intro track with the, like, Space Hulk sound, <laughs> which is clearly what that's supposed to be. Mm, it goes into Eternal War, and that, that opening tra- I'm sorry, I'm talking about tracks already, but that opening, that second track is a throat punch. I mean, yeah. it just, bam. You're like, oh, well, this might be, oh, god! Like, suddenly, like, the Emperor's killing you
1: you're just you're just listening to the emperor's psychic scream that's traveling Basically. across the universe,
0: and then suddenly it's the eye of terror and yeah it's yeah. it's I, I don't think americans necessarily did concept albums about table games <laughs> i don't know this, this seems very british
1: to me but it, is. it does
2: it really is well and lost souls to Maine. let's go ahead and just talk about tracks yeah i mean because um, be lost there. souls to Maine. there was a a effect or a, a tonal setting on the, the distortion on the guitars on that song that i loved lost those domain for and sure. this is one of those albums where i don't think that there's any weak tracks it helps so it is so short i love the intro and the outro which is rare for me you know how i feel about those things usually yeah, but it's eternal war through the eyes of terror. Oh, all yeah. the remains also domain plague bear world eater you know realm of chaos all of that stuff it's just classic death metal um i know Buck Mike, ears might be burning but i would i would put um i would put carl willett's voice up there with david vincent as you one of the best death metal vocalists ever and this is for for the europeans because and i said this when we did them the first time that i always i kind of thought at first that both were was a german band because the guy who got me into him had been stationed in germany where he started sure. playing 40k um, and he introduced me to the band, um, but when I think of European death metal, this them Invader are who I think of. And, right, yeah, so yeah,
0: yeah, I gotta agree. There's not a bad track on here. That being said, Eternal War and especially Fucking World Eater. World Eater is one of those baddest songs ever recorded. I just I don't know what it is about it. Maybe it's because I played Corn Marines, but anyway, like it's holy shit. Is that song fucking heavy? And not in a cheesy like I love you obituary but some of your early shit's not that good. Or Cannibal Corpse, but um, yeah, these are some of the heaviest songs I've ever heard. Even still, like, what are we, 30 years later? Math is hard. Fuck, it's like 30 years later. Uh, um, which makes me want to die, even saying those words. But uh, yeah, there's no bad tracks on here, but uh, I'd say Eternal War, uh, Through the I Terror, Plague Bear, and World Eater are probably my favorite tracks. Tracy. For me...
1: For me through the eye of terror, like this, there's not a bad track on this album. There's not. And like, I'm going to be subjectively. Okay. I'm going to try a way, take a way of phrasing this, the proper way of phrasing, like subjectively without the podcast, I've probably heard this album once and like, "Mm, okay. Uh, I'm not quite, into just, you know, original Brutal Death Metal. So
2: I don't know That's if I listened to this again. <laughs> I don't but, know, you guys. Know,
1: because of the podcast, I had to through it four or five times. And so now I'm like,
0: hmm, mm, thrower.
1: Well. <laughs> so, like, it's objectively, it's gotten into, like, all right, I see the importance and significance of this album. And all of the songs on this album, like, there's not a weak one on here. I, For me, I think my favorite is Through the Eye of Terror and just that sure. introduction to it. It's just so meaty I think is a way to describe it. Mm-hmm. It's just so mm-hmm. wonderful.
0: It'll put hair and, on your chest, Tracy.
1: Yes. Uh th- I agree. Eternal War through that. Uh I like all that remains in World Eater are probably my top tracks off. Fucking world
0: eater. I listen to that song That's now even track. not because of the podcast. Like on purpose I listen to it. <laughs>
1: I also like the introduction to Dark Millennium. That's so. Sure, sure. It's like, hey, we're going to turn the bass down some more.
0: Yeah, even to a negative Q or whatever <laughs> the tuning is. And that's I want to point out that that down-tuning shit that was sort of normal by the time we get into New Metal and Sepultura, Soulfly was not. I mean, it was a thing, obviously, but it was pretty rare in '89. I mean, hell, Joe Bench
1: was a flag burner or a path burner for a bunch of people too because i mean for sure she's the first female musician in the heavier side of stuff
0: for sure one interesting thing is that um oh my god i'm drawing a blank on his name the the guy who was like sort of the soul of the band uh, martin kearns that's his name he's not actually the drummer on this album which I assumed he was, but he wasn't. It's a different guy. It's some rando sorry, Rando. Like he's probably gonna beat my ass if I ever go to northern England. But um the drawing on this album is quite good, but Kearns isn't part of it. So for those of you who don't know, when Kearns dies in 2015, the band is done. Like they just they can't continue. Because they, they it's interesting because some bands like I think often vocalists are the ones they have trouble replacing unless they're fucking iced earth and then Schaefer will kill you just for looking at him funny. But um The but otherwise the lineup is pretty consistent for, for bolt thrower. Like there were a couple other singers I had touring, uh, but I think Kieran's must come I think he comes in on Warmaster and he's in it for the rest of time. But this drummer, I don't know. I think he's still a drummer now, as he's been in other bands, but now I'm just He is and actually he's but.
2: credited as being uh well it's Andy Andrew Well is the guy's That's name it. he's credited yeah. with being the drummer through ninety-four. So
0: Oh, I guess Kieran did come that late because when's Warmaster in 91? Must be. Yeah. Right around there. Yeah. Interesting. Well, anyway, Bolt Thrower broke up because he died and they said their life was over. So that's it. And also, they recorded, they were recording in the late 80s, y'all. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't, I guess Slayer managed to maintain this level of intensity, but just recording Bolt Thrower in your 50s or 60s, I don't know, man. We'll see. Oh, how I feel when my, I'm fifty. My gosh, that—that's what I mean. That, like, yeah. studio maybe, but like doing. This. And they—they mm-hmm. they were about to tour again. They hadn't toured since '93. and they were about to like go on tour again, and then he fucking died, and that was the end of it. So, okay. which makes me sad. But so no, both are, at least for a while. There's some yeah. rumors they might do it again, but nah, I'm not so sure. Should we grade it? <laughs>
1: Well, I think they'll probably do like a one-off here and there a so. of a couple shows, but I don't think they'll do a... Probably not. <clears throat> Full-length yeah, yeah, tour. Yeah. Like
0: Let's grade it. Let's grade it.
1: I'll go first. I'm going to give this a...
0: Watch it, Tracy. I'm sorry. That's the first time I feel like, I will fucking kill you. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Give I, it. Give
1: it, I give it an A+++. A++. And then, on then you dis-
0: disconnect me and give it a D-. <laughs> I'm like, I tell Ben, i edit this episode. Oh, no, heavily edited. Sorry, I'm just kidding. Give it the grade you want to give it, uh,
1: I had to look behind me, see if you were standing behind me with a gun.
0: <laughs> in the reason. a call's coming from in the house.
1: Uh, I will give this a shit.
0: Oh, shit. A, Is that a new grade? Where no things. Shit, yeah. <laughs> I, I
1: told you you an A minus a D plus. plus. Right. Like it's sitting there right at a 90. Oh my like. god, I thought you said D plus. I'm like, what the fuck, Tracy?
0: No. no it's in it. Okay. Okay.
1: It's fair. in there kind of like right at a 90 for me.
0: That's fair. I will allow it. <laughs> Not that it's my place <laughs> to do so. I, I gotta give this album an A, y'all. I just do. Between how well it's aged, and historically, I think it's important, and Warhammer's fucking awesome. Like, probably wouldn't be like, ooh, A- but no, I'm not going to be some edgelord of edgelords. This album's a fucking A. Yeah,
1: I'd hope you wouldn't give anything less than an A what you've been talking about. It's an about A.
0: It. It's a fucking A. I'm not going to go A+, plus because it, this might kill children if you played it for them. So, like, I, there. this is not the perfect album for every occasion. But, well, your uh, daughter
1: has survived it.
0: Oh, she's, that's the thing, if I play metal that's not as heavy as this, she's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, either give me pop or give me death. Like, that's sort of her. (laughs) Like, she doesn't like that middle ground. Get your weak sauce out of here. (laughs) Yeah, I know. She's like, (laughs) no, I was playing take your sermon go home. I (laughs) I was playing some, like, lighter metal, and she's like, what the fuck is this?
1: Like, So me and Hazel can never have a conversation about metal. Gotcha.
0: Kind of. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, I think she's going to be tough and fierce. Ben, where are you going to put this?
2: Uh, Well, to to the shock of no one, I'm going to give it an N.A. as well. Because um, I, I agree that uh, as much as I like this album a whole lot, there and there are some really classic, awesome songs on it. There's not anything that would push it up into the A plus for yeah, me, same. but I can't give it anything less than an A. Same. You said it, man. So- this is gonna get a grade of shit O
0: or whatever Tracy said a second ago. I'm sorry, I sort of threatened you, Tracy. That's like the first time I try to be coercive. I don't know if it's because of the election environment we're in. Like I thought it was appropriate to like intimidate you, but no. I was afraid for a moment that I was gonna give it a say if I gave it a G.
1: Go to bed the night. Wake I thought up. Thought you morning. said D
0: plus, man, like you did for Manson. But actually, <laughs> I almost would be more offended for this than that because well, I understand the people that liked Manson when you were coming up were pieces of shit. But if you're gonna like shit on me and Ben playing ta- crappy table games in <laughs> the late 80s, early nineties, like I mean, I would a- call them crappy
1: table games. What does our childhood
0: even mean at that point, Ben? Like it's just nothing. <laughs> nah, means yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kill oh. yourself. Invalidated it all. Invalidated. Yeah, yeah.
1: But what I was gonna say is uh, I was if I gone to bed, gave it a D, gone to bed, woke up the next morning gone out to walk my dog and there's a horse head sitting on my patio
0: a fucking horse head because i would go straight up mafia on your ass yeah. like there's like, no doubt you
1: you would purposely drive back from drive here yes just to, and
0: then come back here like i would yes. drive from north carolina to kentucky to put an animal carcass on your doorstep <laughs> and then drive back here just to make a point like and i don't say Did that about a lot of albums deal? but i have an emotional attachment to this shit it, no it really was a revelation for me gentlemen i'm like oh is this why death metal happened like I'd forgotten, kind of, about this album because it's not for everyone all the time. <laughs> no. no, I, this I is the debate. Way. Like I'd even say all the time might be pushing it. <laughs> it's too much, yeah. But this, no, this is why I got into fucking Morbid Angel and some of the other shit I got into, like in terms of death metal.
2: Oh, well, uh, that yeah, I would say that as far as death metal goes, I can listen to this and the previously mentioned Vader and, and Morbid Angel too. But I can listen to the to them a lot more frequently than I can Campbell Corpse or some oh, of these other yes.
0: Obituary, damn side. So, I just yeah. can't. I mean, yeah. sometimes, but. I'll take this over eating back to life any fucking day. Oh, my God, yes. And they're, like, the same era. Well, I yeah. mean, they're, they're almost the same time. Well, this came out before that, so, yeah. I know, I know. It's a bit before. That's what I meant about how early this was. I, they, they did not have a yeah. lot of models. They had Napalm so, Death, they had Slayer, and they had some Carcass. But Carcass was, like, medical dictionarying it. Carcass, and I love Carcass, and I'm going to maybe inflict a blast on you at some point, but Carcass was in a different headspace.
1: <laughs> well, like... I'd almost say it's a part of it with this album compared to day and obituary and Cannibal courts is the lyrical and theme content. For sure. If it's just not being gruesome to be fucking gruesome, this is actually like, there's something to this beyond just, I agree. The, you know, the no, it's introduction shit. to our episode, like yeah. it's, it's like
0: humanity trying to like, yeah. Claw onto existence in a universe that fucking hates us, which having lived through 2020 tracks. I feel like this album makes even more sense now than it did in 89.
1: Oh, when we were talking about the election, and uh-huh. I thought when it was, and you're like, a Trump, when we talk about if Trump wins, I'm like, he'll be the imperial man over again. He'll be the uh-huh. emperor. And yep. you're like, that's too far, man. It's too close to home.
0: <laughs> Dude, it's too real. Number two, R E E L, real. Fuck. Well, Tracy, with well, this obviously was an emotionally fraught episode. What are we what are we doing next, brother?
1: It's not getting any better, brothers. We are Fuck. staying in this death metal Damn right we of are. death metal. And we are looking at Niles 2019 release, Vile Nilodic Rights. So we're moving from chaos from Warhammer 40k to Egypt.
0: I mean, I'm willing to revel in this place. Like 2020 seems to deserve no less than just death metal up both nostrils so hell yeah well i'm looking forward to it i like doing this shit like i said it really like i got to relive my i don't know if i want to call age 12 childhood whatever tweet tweenness we didn't have that word back in 89 but if we did we this did was not. me we did not have that word but it was just me and some fucking corn marines and a bunch of pathos and anxiety and angst and and, I mean. and death metal
1: I know I need to get you for your birthday or Christmas next day to get you the figurine of Abaddon
0: after it's gone full
1: chaos and just like, here you go. I want it all
0: the way. My daughter would be like, what the fuck? You didn't bring me the fully transformed like, no. (laughs) (laughs) We're the bloodthirsters. Damn right we are. Oh my god. (laughs) Next year we start around with that tube hanging on your nose and just You just gotta make your saving throw. Fuck, dude. I played so much Warhammer. I'm having flashbacks (laughs) right now. Fucking gene uh, stealers. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it was, those were good times—a more innocent time, actually, with hindsight.
2: Yeah. well, like games of industrial slaughter.
0: It does, yeah, <laughs> I love that. That's the idea of a more innocent time. Now that I've lived through like viral <laughs> slaughter. Anyway, yeah. on that on that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you, and
2: uh, you know, keep tuning in. Thank you for listening to Thunderdome Metal Reviews.